1: Hi everybody, Russ from my Hammers 11 hope you're safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting that bell notification icon, jig. Uh, make sure you bang that because um, I won't want you to miss any stories. Obviously, we have v- videos going up daily, but sometimes two, three times a day. And every story, every memory, every interview is, is someone's experience, is someone's West Ham journey. So I won't want you to miss any of them because every one of them is brilliant and, and sort of forms the fabric of, of West Ham more than ever. Um, today's guest, lifelong West Ham fan, it's Phil Pitt. Hi Phil, how you doing man?
0: Hello Russ, how you doing? Yeah, I'm right. Lifelong sufferer, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm good, thank you.
1: Man. Well, as I've said, if it, it's not about the football with West Ham, if it was, none of us would be West Ham fans, would they?
0: <laughs> Absolutely right, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird because um, you, you say to people you're a West Ham fan, especially people from, from abroad, and you have to explain, A, who West Ham are, obviously,
1: yeah.
0: Um, you know, Bobby Moore, Bobby Moore, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, why you kind of follow that particular team when you've got a choice of the Man City's, Chelsea's, Liverpool's, whatever. Um, and I don't know, you know, it's bred into you, isn't he? Um, it? It's just, I try to explain that that roller coaster. You know, we don't have a lot of ups at the moment. You know, it's probably a very cheap roller coaster. Um, but but when we've had those ups in the past. You feel really, really high because you don't experience it very often. It's not no. like being that that Man United fan during their golden era where they won. They went out every every game expecting to win by three goals, yeah. you know. And if if they if they got a draw, or heaven forbid they got a loss, you know, it was the end of the world. It was catastrophic. You, you well, social media, whatever it was at the time, would blow up. Yeah. You know, probably you know, text groups and email groups and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> but, I, you know, I love it. I love, I love going out and going to the game and, you know, who are we playing today? Uh, well, it's Watford. Well, could, that, that could quite easily go either way. Yeah, Huddersfield, yeah. again, could go either way. Spurs, I fancy our chances yeah, because yeah, yeah. we just think we strap our boots tight for bigger games, don't we? yeah, so. yeah.
1: yeah. That's as part of being a West Ham fan, isn't it? And you're sure. right. We know, uh, yeah, the, the the roller coaster. It's no, uh, you know, Ramesses revenge or anything like that. You know, yeah. more like more like throwing down Peter Pan's playground down south end. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but regardless of that, you're right. There are different reasons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very much so. But you're right in that. We that's why when we do have highs, they stick in the memory even more so because of that and and also i think we take a lot more small victories out of it you know i mean i think people take you know as you said the sort of the man cities chelsea's and the the top fours proverbals you know if they'll win 2-0 at burnley whatever so what but if we won 2-0 burnley and everyone's been the cricket ground beforehand, and and, you know and it's it it, it, we always add a bit more there's like another layer of of the the victory west ham you know We could do a few of them at the moment. The yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we could do a, we could do a few of them at the moment. It'd Be nice to you know. I'll take anything at the moment, but uh, yes. it is what it is. Um, and uh, and that's what's given people time to reflect, isn't it? I think. Um, and and that's what sort of this channel was about, really. sort of reflection and nostalgia, and you know, and looking back because I think sometimes you have to look back to realise that actually, you know, where we are now, obviously, is is, is not great, but. You know, you see some of the other times we've had, it's... it's
0: Listen, terrible. I don't want to make a particular club's group of fans. Yeah. We all know who they might be when I'm talking about them.
1: Yeah.
0: But um, they're very much invested in saying how great they are when they have a great result. Yeah. Not so great when they don't have a great result. Um, and are very good at uh, finishing third in a two-horse race. Yeah. Okay? But they're very, you know, they're they're up on themselves and to the point where it kind of sticks in your throat a little bit. And I, I, time and time again, I've been told by you know, that set of supporters, you've got nothing to be proud of. What have you got to grow about? And it's like doing something like this and watching the interviews and, you know, the likes of, of getting not just your Frankie Max and your Tony Cotties, but your, your John Pantzils and your Stevie Joneses on, that's part of our tapestry. That's part of our history. And yeah, we we've we've got a great history, you know, it's it might not be full of silverware, no. um, but bloody hell have we got you know, have we got a tale to tell, you know, from the from the brownout and the you know, yeah. from when I when I was a, a nipper all the way up to like the the move to the stadium and um the the whole sort of covid mess and do we start the season again or do we just write it off, you know?
1: So, Should have written it off to be honest, but carry on. <laughs> well,
0: I didn't want to say; It would be easier all around, just give Liverpool the title. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they won it now, so just two weeks. And yeah, yeah, it's yeah, fine. We'll, we'll just fine. call
1: it now. It's it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I haven't looked at the table or anything. We'll call it now. It's yeah, all right.
0: Yeah, we're all right.
1: <laughs> but you're right. You're totally right. And 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 I think, and I, yeah, you're right. And I was thinking about it a bit more in a bit more. You know, like that. You obviously that's, I'd say from obviously the mid nineties that era that sort of the red nap era. That was more of a soap opera than any other time. You know, it was brilliant, you know, as a West Ham fan. Yeah, we finished fifth. We, we won Silverware, won the Intertoto Cup in 99. Yeah. But it was just excitement, weren't it? And I know what you mean. I mean, looking at that, you know, the, the other fans, um, the other team you talk about, I mean, every time they lost, that was my Sunday viewing was going on the <laughs> youtube channel just watching them having a row and i don't yeah. think we have that sort of you know there is there is dissension in the ranks so to speak in terms of fans all over the place but i don't think ours is bad i think we you know the collective west ham family seems to have been in quite quite good moods until about three weeks ago but yeah. um, but you know what i mean it's <laughs> <the> just <argument. laughs> yeah 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 it just um, seems like a good a good bunch I don't know why they didn't call it Project Kickoff
0: rather than Project Restart, but that's the FA's media department view, I guess. But
1: yeah, um, yeah, I, I mean, you our, former, our, for, our former head of communications is a is, uh, head of communications for the Premier League, anyway. So I'm no but comments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: it's 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 weird. You mentioned the, the Red Redknapp era, and obviously, you know, there's a lot of water under the bridge since Redknapp left, and mm. some of the phrases he's or comments rather he said about yeah. always being a lifelong Spurs fan and stuff like that. that Kind of sticks in the throat a little bit as a West Ham fan, mm. but that era is and and the the interview done with Chris Scull, uh a couple of weeks yeah, ago Chrissy, yeah, yeah. that really reminded me. I watched that and I just sat there nodding through the whole of that interview, especially the the, the part he said about the Red Nap era. You know, it's not um, we didn't necessarily win things, but you went the team he assembled was yeah. as far flung as it was ever going to be. He never quite got it all right at the same time. No, no, no. But what a bunch of players. And, you know, yeah. those, those, those special talents coming through the academy, you know, and going out every week. not, not I mean, the classic example of that is the 5-4 against
1: Bradford. Yeah, yeah totally.
0: Now, I, a, bit, a bit of my memory is um, when the premiership was 10 years old, the, the Sky TV reached out to the club and said, or the supporters uh, club and said, Um, we want to interview a fan to say about the memories of the last 10 years of the Premiership. And we're going to get a a fan from every single club who's ever been in the Premiership. So there were Barnes fans there as well. You know, they only had one year. um, And I don't know how, but it ended up being me. So I don't even know if it's on YouTube. It's probably on someone's grotty video collection if such a thing still exists. Not that kind of grotty. But, um, well...
1: I don't know. I used to be quite good looking anyway. The but ones, really, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any, any, but any light. A, yeah, take yourself <laughs> a certain light and anything. I mean, Adam, Adam like, Traore on Saturday, you know, when he, when he took his top off, you know, straight as an arrow, me, but I was like, did you you swoon? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's these muscles. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's those ones. It's like, you know, anyway, carry on. Sorry. <laughs> sorry <for information. laughs> yeah. It's a but different yeah, podcast. I, yeah.
0: I, yeah, we went to the, the sports cafe in London uh, and just, like sat around, watched matches and got interviewed basically while they, they gave us, a, I think we had tokens for about three or four free drinks, you know, to loosen the tongue a little bit. A few celebrities there. Um, and yeah, it, it was good. I, and I was actually interviewed. One of the games they interviewed me about was that 5-4 game. Mm. Um, the whole sort of Decanio uh, telling him I want to be subbed and sitting down, yeah. uh, grabbing a ball off a lampard for the, for the penalty. Um, and Lampard obviously getting getting his own goal in that game as well, which, you know, thankfully, I think, softened the uh, arguments you know, yeah. post-game. Um, but I still get taken the, the pee out of by my mates because as as I was being interviewed, I, I, you know, my phrase was, I knew we'd been in a game. You know, we were, we were well involved in that. I knew we'd been in a game. And even now, you know, if we have a close 3-2 or something like that, I'll get a text, you know, you know, we've been in a game. I'm like, yeah, okay, thanks very much. But but I read that, read that era. was It was crazy. And it was almost one of those moments, what a time to be alive, you know? Yeah, it, it, definitely. It was just, it was magical. It was surreal. Um, it was frustrating infuriating. But then you had players you never heard of turn up on your doorstep, like, you know, Foay, for example, or yeah. Canute. And suddenly, overnight, become sort of terrorist Heroes. It, you yeah. know, and just say they—they get it.
1: So yeah, you know, great, good. Switch. It was yeah, and that and that Bradford City game, and you know, it that was a microcosm of that era, wasn't it? In that, you yeah. know, something like that happened every game. You know, there, every game something like that would happen, and and that was just—I mean, yeah—you turn up on a Saturday, and you know, we got Bradford City. Oh. But then you had the game which people talk about, yeah. still talk about, yeah, thirty years later. But yeah, that was mental, and you might and well, you're great. right.
0: I was just going to say being sort of 3 0 up against the likes of Wimbledon and West Brom and losing 4 3. Yeah. And, you know, that wouldn't happen any, any any other team, that wouldn't happen to. No. I love, in fact, I must um, pick Rob, Rob Banks' brains about this because he's the classic stat man. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to see how many sort of four, those huge scorelines, four, you know, four goals or more. Happened during Redknapp's era compared to the other eras. I, yeah, I, I'm yeah. guessing we're heavier in Redknapp's eras for that.
1: I'd imagine so, definitely. And You're right. There was always a slight imbalance, wasn't there? You know, it's like, as you said, all the pieces were there, but they never sort of all all fitted in the puzzle the right time, was it? He's always was always a corner piece out um, or a centre piece, and it was uh, no, it was brilliant when you, you turn up and it's like you have got three plays never heard of, you know? And then you go, okay, we've got Florian it Here we got. Yeah, you know, Futre we got Ilie Dimitrescu. We, that was, oh, it was mental. And then you had obviously that that sort of influx of of English talent coming through the academy as well, which you know we'd never had six yeah. turn up at the same time. Almost it was mental, a mental yeah. time.
0: Well, I think you said it the other day when you done the Tony Gar thing that that England team. Yeah, it was a, of a third of that. I think that was 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 West Ham graduates. It's mm. like. You know, just to even have one or two of those these days would would be amazing.
1: You yeah. Know? No, you're right. And and, and as that, and as Harry said in the interview, he said which I'm, which got picked up by several news sources and haven't credited me, yeah. but it doesn't matter. Um, that you know, kept them, he would have won the league. And I think he was right. I th- I really think so because I think it was as you said, those pieces were starting to come together, and it was just um, it would have been like it could have been like the class ninety two. Yeah, that's that's how I saw it. You know, man, because it yeah. could have been easily, um, but anyway, anyway, Phil, how, what had how it start with you? Why West Ham? Why is that your team?
0: Born and bred in East London, mate. Yeah. You don't have a choice here. My yeah. um, my mum's from uh, Custom House originally. My dad's from East Ham. He, he grew up in uh, Macaulay Road. So if you know the Avenue Pub, that's yeah. the road that he's on the corner of. So you know what, three hundred yards from the from the ground. Yeah, um, my mum. Probably 500 yards the other way of, uh, of um, the corner where the bowling was, Um, and yeah, like my my dad's one of six, my mum's one of four, you know, good old-fashioned sort of uh, East London Catholic families, if you like, Um, and yeah, I mean, just the whole family's like West Ham nuts, Um, and then for me, sort of growing up. Uh, I'm the youngest of three, my two older brothers, there's a little bit of a gap about, about five or six years between me and my next brother. Mm. So they would always go with my dad and then they got to an age where they'd go by themselves at yeah. about 14. And you just, you you want to emulate your older brothers, you want to be part of that. It's, they come home and sure. something special. Even when we, you know, got the got beaten and it was raining and stuff, they'd still come home and, and say what a laugh they had and what a good time yeah. they had. Um, so yeah, and like, I'm not really great with memory, if I'm honest, I'm probably yeah, doing the, the wrong show. But, um, you know, I don't really remember my first game. I know a lot of people you've spoken to would tell you about the first game. I can't remember it. I can remember early games, and I knew that I'd been before. Mm. But sort of my early memories was the back of the South Bank. Um, going in there with my dad. My dad would always go in the middle of the South Bank. He had a few pals over there that he'd go with. Um, and see to, to the left of us, you had the cage. We, we didn't ever go in there which is uh, where the, uh, the uh, more boisterous of the fans yes. used to happen uh, yes. Um But at the back of, right at the back of the South Bank, where one of the pipe work came down, there was like a foot-deep uh, concrete square, and the pipe work went straight into it. But if I stood on that, I could see across everyone else's head and sort yeah. of hold on to the back of the, 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 <laughs> the stand uh, and got a perfect view. So a lot of my my memories of games, you know, the the, uh, the quarter final against Everton, yes, uh, the the Maisie Slater run, and I think it was Tony Gale free kick. I can remember seeing that, and just seeing that slice of it, if you like, between yeah, the heads.
1: Yeah.
0: Of the so yeah, that's kind of my early memories of of West Ham, you know, as a as a nipper. Yeah, uh, I remember, you know, obviously being the youngest of two, well, three boys, rather. All of my clothes and especially sort of football kit was all hand-me-downs yeah Uh, I remember being in in um in hospital once I had an operation uh when I was about seven or eight and um I think I was in there for my birthday and I got a brand new West Ham shirt for my birthday that was my first ever West Ham shirt yeah um and uh we'll we'll talk about that in a minute but uh to this day, it's still my favourite ever West Ham shirt. Sure. And I don't know whether it's because it was my first, you know, not hand me down, but actual. I know you mean, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. From, yeah, from the uh the porter cabin outside the, porter old, cabin, uh, the old, yeah, old port. Yeah. I can still spend it, mate.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it, it was all in glass, wasn't it? Or can I have a look at that <laughs> sticker? And like, oh no, oh, is it fifty p? Now I'm all right, mate. Sorry, it's like, <laughs> well I
0: remember. <laughs> I remember getting like the, seeing the sign like the photos that you used to get with the white bit at the bottom for yeah. for them to stop. Yeah. And, um, to this day, I think the only player I ever got to sign was Phil Parks, but I was, I so wanted Phil Parks because he had the same name as me. Phil's yeah. not that common a name. You know, he's, yeah, everyone knows Phil, but he's not that common a name. So uh, like you know, a professional sportsman who played for my team who had the same name as me that was the goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he signed it and he had these big looping P's and he put little smiley faces in, inside the P's. And it was just so exciting to a little kid. And after that, I just did nothing but try and practice my signature. When I become a footballer, yeah. this is how I'm going to sign my name. So, yeah, it's um, it, <laughs> it's a bit embarrassing, obviously, but, uh, you know. It's funny. It's it's, great,
1: all, it's, bit, it's all memories, isn't it? It's all memories. It's like, as you said, you talk about the game, but. It was more about you know your, you remembering your brothers coming back saying they had a laugh, and you know it's like the same now. It's like you know you you know it's not. I mean obviously the football as we said before, football were West Ham fans, we would not be. Football, you know it be, it's not about football, but it's about the sort of the the togetherness. And as you said, you know you still you chat to loads of West Ham fans. You you know I, arguably the only thing you have in common with is that, that you both support the same team. You know yeah. you you never would have, even someone like they said you were talking to Chris and people were like yeah Chris is, you know. In another country, technically, you know, it, it's, you know, everyone's all <laughs> over the place, you know. But is that, that sort of common thread, which is really nice because it just, and that's that's basically how this channel sort of develops because you know yeah. people have suggested people. Um, I think Chris actually suggested Jufield to come on, and that you know that Good sort, bloke, sort Chris, of, yeah. yeah, he's a lovely guy, lovely. He, he, do you know what he, he must give me about thirty, forty names, um, in sort of several several text messages, but yeah, lovely guy. Yeah, lovely the guy. uh.
0: I mean, just, just the other thing I was going to touch on was a few of your interviewees have had um, mention of like joining the club, shall we say, at the right time, that sort of 70s period, you know, when, uh, when we looked like we was winning things. Obviously, even though I was, I was alive then, I don't really remember the 75 Cup no. final, but I remember the 80 Cup final, uh, sitting in our front room. My dad had gone to the match sitting in our front room with my mum and a few aunties and uncles and going crazy when when the ball accidentally bounced off of Trevor Brooking's head. Yeah we did. Sorry, (laughs) Sir Trevor. Sir Trevor. Sir
1: Trevor
0: Um, and uh, and then I remember sitting there nervously because I think it was something silly like the 19th minute or the 15th minute. It
1: was so early on in the game. They hung on for a long time, didn't they? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then you know I and I sat there and I made a point of going if I move I, I might let Arsenal in on goal. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to move because this is the position I was in when we scored. Right, I'm going to adopt that and I'm not moving. So for the rest of the match, I've done that. And I still do that to this day. If, I'm, if, if, you know, I'm watching a match and I've I've accidentally been in one particular position when we've scored, I'm like, right, I'm not moving now. It's crazy. <laughs> it's that kid's superstition. But then, you know, the, the parade afterwards went to the parade down Green Street. Wow. Uh, and, well, I was down... Um, what's that road to, to East Ham by oh, Street North is it? I don't know I can't remember and just seeing all the fans out going crazy mm-hmm. and singing bubbles and all the West Ham songs As, and the coach went past you know the, the open deck bus or whatever it was it went past in probably about it took about a minute to get past us and I remember us being there for hours yeah. absolute hours and then when it went past everyone joined in again and sort of loosened off and went to, to done their own thing uh, and I think about a week later, I had a photo taken with my dad with the FA Cup. We mm-hmm. had a photo opportunity, so I in my mum and dad's house somewhere. They, I mean, the hairstyles are more embarrassing for me dad than me. I think <laughs> But, but uh, yeah, no, it was um, it was good, you know. And you, you kind of, as a as a kid, that excitement and mm. uh, you know winning a cup, and you kind of think, oh, this is it. Yeah. You know, no one ever kind of wears our colours. You know, I wasn't aware of sort of Scunthorpe and Burnley and. And Villa at the time, you know, it was like whenever I did get to see West Ham on the big match, you know, with Brian Moore or whatever, it was always against one of the bigger teams anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, And uh, yeah, it just used to love it. So
1: uh, it just gets into your soul, doesn't it? It It does. It gets into the fabric, and it's always things where it's like it's it's through osmosis, isn't it? In terms of it permeates (laughs) your life really, without really thinking about it. Um, And obviously, you know,
0: meetings in London. Yeah. Going right, well, can we do that meeting on a Monday? Because I oh, know we're flying at home that night or something, yeah. you know. Uh, oh, yeah,
1: yeah, we can do that Monday. Oh, oh good, oh, good, oh, I'll make yeah. sure I'm in then. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, it's so true. Or when you walk, but I always used to get it in uh, on the El Metropolitan line for some reason. Um, I had like a west, like a zip up top, it's not like a, an obvious West Ham top, it's got a really small crossed irons emblem on the side, and the amount of people because obviously you're standing like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Comedy wines. Like, <laughs> yeah. Come on. I don't think I've never heard anyone like I've never heard Tottenham fans have this sort of like, or Arsenal no. have this sort of like. You know, we were doing social distancing for many years already. You know, we just do <laughs> that. You know, yeah. Come on, yeah. And that's it. You know, you don't have to greet people anymore. It,
0: but it yeah, is, I love it. It's a special family, isn't it? You know, it is. I'll, you walk around a sort of supermarket and you see a, a dad with his kid and his kids wearing a West Ham clubber. And you say, you know, come on, your, come on your islands. And he's like, all right, mate, you know. And that's it. But uh, that's I've it? got, well, a friend of mine was on holiday. I, I won't name any names, but he was on holiday in, I think he was in New Yorker, years ago this was, but he, he told me about it. And he was walking down the seafront and there was a, uh, a real big, big guy walking along with his two daughters, both decked out fully in West Ham. As he walked, walked past, he went, that's, that's child abuse, that is, mate. And the boat went, oh yeah, who do support? And he went, West Ham he was like oh right oh okay yeah, yeah. and from then he said they're, they're lifelong friends so not well, once a year all the families meet up it's and funny isn't it it's so
1: funny it's so just
0: funny. from that one comment you
1: know it's great yeah. it is you're right and it's i don't i just don't. i mean obviously we're a bit sort of biased but i don't see that happening anywhere else i mean even now you know i'm talking like obviously I, I pop the videos and i, and I post the Post them on Facebook and stuff, and Twitter, and a lot of my old school friends I haven't spoken to in twenty years. They're watching. They're Tottenham fans, and they're watching it because that like, is great. Because it's like memories and listen. To, so clearly, no one does it anyway. <laughs> like, yeah. We're the only ones who, who who talk about memories and stuff. But um, no, I know what you mean. It's a uh, it's a special bond, and it's like I walk down the road with my daughter, and I'll be like, "Come on, you like across the road, to a little girl." <laughs> Do you know them, Daddy? No, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> Don't know him, but. no. But I'm the saying it's funny, it's brilliant. I love it. Anyway, you spoke about your team, Phil, very very quickly. Um, obviously, the whole idea is it's called My Hammers Eleven, um, so we do like to go through your eleven players. Now, I believe you spent quite a bit of time on this. So,
0: yeah, yeah, I I, I did. I've I've got some paperwork just to keep me <laughs> in track. Uh, I, I I wanted to come up with a theme. Um, yeah, it's very easy. Well, it's bloody hard to do it with your favourite players as mm. well when only keep it to eleven. Uh, I think I quipped somewhere else that I'd got it down to a West Ham fifty-five, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought if I stuck to a theme, then I've I've I got to be ruthless. So some of the themes I kind of rejected was hammer a year only, or the um, signed past their best eleven kind yeah. of thing, uh, which we seem to be quite good at. Um, quite
1: good on, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the
0: injury plagued the eleven. Um, you know Simon Webster's a shoe in for that one. He didn't even get to play for SA. Eh? Bless him. Thanks to uh, thanks to Julian. Yep. Uh, oh, there was a good one for players you forgot we ever had as well, um, which which was quite interesting. And I think you'd scrabble to to sort of remember or even you know spell some of their names, some of them, if I'm honest. Yeah. But I rejected all of that because I, I thought if I if I could keep it if I keep it personal then it's going to be it's going to mean something to me this is like a time vault what you're doing this is you're encapsulating
1: yeah, exactly
0: someone's West um so i thought i'd base it on um shirts that reminded me of players
1: yeah love it love it yeah it's so
0: when you look at a west ham shirt from times gone by you go oh that reminds me of so-and-so yeah,
1: yeah so no, get that yeah yeah
0: yeah I I'm, and I'm always doing that. I'll, I'll, I'll see someone wearing a shirt at a, a game or something, one of the older shirts, and I'll go, oh, yeah, that reminds me of... Uh... Yeah, so I, I just thought that was the easiest way to Yeah, no, I like
1: yeah. that. That's a good idea. For, yeah, and I'm, I'm the same. There are certain players who are synonymous with certain shirts. So... It'll probably come up i reckon with yours all right who's going to go in goal then and, and what we're going to try and do i'm i'm preempting this is is phil's done a powerpoint as well so i'm going to try and use his his things in in the in the thing down there down here so PowerPoint makes it
0: sound so professional um yeah i've i've i've, I've clipped out the uh pretty uh, football shirts yeah so um yeah hopefully we'll be able to put those we'll on the sort it then. out
1: and if not i like an idiot now because i've said it on camera so yeah
0: well if if not people just have to go and look them up they, we'll so. figure it out don't worry phil. who's
1: in goal then who's in goal for this shirt 11
0: well, i've mentioned him already phil parks yeah without um for many many reasons and there's a bit of artistic license in here because i'm i'm using him for a shirt that uh i've kind of used that He's, which wasn't sort of in his golden era, if you like. Yeah. So I've him in the 89-90 to 90 shirt. Um, obviously, that'll be the goalkeeping variant. But um, A, I didn't really have anyone else for that shirt anyway. Uh, and B, I think that was his last last season at the club. Uh, I'm I'm happy to be corrected on that, but I think that's right. Someone
1: will, don't so they, <laughs> I'm
0: sure they will, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Party was, He's still is. He's a man-mountain. He's He's a massive, massive guy great personality so down to earth i've met him been lucky enough to meet him a couple of times i'd like say as a nipper he signed that thing and then a few years ago i went along to a stop hammer time evening with phil parks and uh, got to spend some time with him and he's wonderful wife and he's a fantastic daughter and um they're just like a really down to earth family you know yeah. there's no no airs and graces um you know i spoke to phil about that that signature and he said oh yeah i used to do that all the time it's obviously not our assignment, bank checks, but uh, you know, <laughs> I sort of loved it, which was wonderful for me. Yeah, you know, yeah. it meant he, he's put a bit of effort in for the fans.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, and obviously that night we got to hear a little bit more about the story, how he signed, you know, John Lyle, sort of coming to his house in the in in his Jag, and yeah. uh, sitting having a, a cup of tea with him and stuff, and just a typical John Lyle story from what I've heard from a number of players. You know, like absolute gentlemen and treated individuals with respect. You know. Um, but what was good for me that night is is getting to meet. I spent probably about twenty minutes, half an hour, just speaking with his his wife and daughter, mm. and hearing. I, I really wanted to find out the story from their side of the fence, you know, yeah. and what it was like, you know, to to have dad sign from QPR to West Ham for this astounding world.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Big at the time, you know, um, and he had other options as well, by all accounts. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, it was great. It was great to sort of get to know them uh, and, and see their side of the story and, and some of their sort of little, um, you know, tableaus of, of, of how they saw things mm. happening. And, you know, just getting back to him on the pitch, he, he was obviously the first goalkeeper that I saw yep. for us. But even now, you know, I know there's a lot of talk about sort of modern keepers and rushing out and all the rest of it. But his distribution of a ball, you know, he, he, he'd go in from from that alone. He'd go in straight into many Premiership teams. now. he could throw a ball further than I could kick it. Yeah, um, and he'd pick people out, you know, directly to their feet. He'd it, be looking for the runners and just ping it straight out. Just you know, get straight on the break again. Uh, he knew when to slow it down, and you know, for a big man, as they say, he he was quick. He was really, really yeah. agile i mean you've you've got to have um as I say, I've got some honorable mentions here as well so <laughs> Rob you know Rob green would be an honorable mention he again fantastic player left is probably not under the best of circumstances and mm. probably a little bit too early if I'm honest to do uh, but in my mind you know if there's if there's uh you know a statue built you know on a plinth, you know you've got to put Partsy up there yeah. what just uh absolute astounding keeper
1: yeah
0: can you know you can't say any more than sort of that that uh, that eighty six season as no. well you 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 look at i mean you obviously the defense done done their job, but there were times where i think Ferguson said it about Schmeichel. you know you- can, you can judge a really good keeper if they get you between six and nine points a season, mm. you know just on them alone, and parksy definitely done that you yeah. know looking back. Definitely. So. No, definitely. Yeah, Phil Parks. got Yeah, Phil
1: Parks. Good shout. Yep. Can't iterate anymore what you just said. Totally agree. Right, we'll put Parks in. Let's go left back then. Who's going to be left back for them, Phil? Well, this
0: is going to come as a shock because okay. I'm not sure a lot of people have mentioned him, but from the 95-97 shirt season, it's going to be Julian Dix.
1: Oh, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. Julian
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he's probably in every team.
1: Two-thirds, um, two-thirds of the team so far. But that makes perfect sense, doesn't it? You know, it's a yeah, generational yeah, yeah.
0: thing. But I think, I think the reason he's in so many is because he went away and came back again. So he got a whole other raft of supporters as well. Yeah. But what a player. You know, one, the, the left foot. Um, engine, like, no tomorrow. He'd run all day, even with a gammy leg, you know. Um, the fact that he took sort of cortisone injections, you know, 45 minutes before playing a game and then run out and go and play 90 minutes as well. Uh, I know plenty of people that would take time off work for that sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. Good, gotcha. yeah. He needed to play, you know. He did. And uh, as, as, you know, aggressive and rough around the edges as he, as he might come across, um, what an absolute player. You know, mm. my memories of, of him charging down that left-hand side, looking up, picking a 60-yard cross-field ball out to the other wing, or smashing it against Man City uh, into the back of the net from probably a, I don't know, memory's poor. We'll give him 40 yards, shall we? I don't know. It, it felt like it anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just an immense, immense player. He would pick games up by the scruff of their neck. Yeah. You know, he wasn't afraid to turn around and, and give his fellow professionals a rollicking on the pitch, even when he didn't have the armband on. Yeah. Um, And, you know, one story that sticks out for me, and I I was lucky enough to meet him again on another uh, Hammer time Mm. uh, evening uh, and spend some time chatting with him at the bar. Um, As long as I bought him a drink, he was happy to talk, funnily enough.
1: (laughs) Um,
0: And I'm always happy to buy people a drink, especially legends like that. Uh, but I, re- I reminded him of a game where we, we was playing Man United under the lights. Um, I think it might have been that evening, you know, where he had the penalty and mm. the flooring goal and stuff. 2-2 uh, draw, I believe it was. Um, but he was running backwards to our, to our own corner flag with the ball, chasing the ball down. He had Cantona right up his backside and he flicked the ball up, kneaded it up, flicked it over his head and ran around Cantona and ran off with the ball. And then, Pinged a, a classic Julian forty-yard ball away, yeah, yeah, yeah. and as he sort of slowly jogged back to his position, Cantona sort of shook his head and went <laughs> like that to him. You know, um, <laughs> unbelievable. And it was just another day for Julian. You know,
1: yeah, still at the time. You know, yeah. at
0: the time, Cantona is like this this football god. You know, he's yeah, all over yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. It was before sort of the uh, the infamous Kung Fu kick, I think. But um, yeah, it 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 was it was that moment of magic that all West Ham fans love. Uh, got a massive round of applause, and to to Julian, like I had to remind him of it, and he was like, oh, "I don't really remember that." Yeah, was that yeah. was that the two two game? Yeah, pro- I probably did. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, what what an absolute player, absolute guy.
1: Yeah, and just so relatable as a man, you know, he's yeah. like footballers now aren't relatable, I don't think, but he is. You know, you could see, as you said, you could see him propping up a bar, walking to a pub, and you'll be, you know, you wouldn't necessarily see that with. Lanzini or Halaire, for example. You know, that's just no. Not that they are, and that's, they're different people. But I think that's that's why I think there's, you know, it seems now footballers there's almost this sort of detraction between the fans and the players. Yeah. It's almost they're up there now, whereas around that year, that sort of nine, and obviously before that, it was very much yeah, yeah. There were there were our idols, but you could easily walk see them walking down the road in the high and street. Very you often, you would you bump into them,
0: yeah. you know, go ahead or something, and you be oh, yeah, can I ever? you know you didn't have sort of your smartphones and stuff at the time can i have an autograph or can i shake your hand and just say and people oh yeah, yeah
1: you know no problem. No at all yeah these,
0: these days i think you know they they send someone out from their uh, mercedes to go and get
1: something yeah for them, exactly know. exactly but it is it yeah that's what you know, they got the money to do it so that's what they're doing it so fair, fair enough good luck to them right okay we'll put julian in who's gonna go right back then phil
0: Right back is the 87-89 shirt. Uh, it is Mr. George Paris. Georgie Paris. And yeah. it is, I'm, I'm still to this day, I can't think of his name without saying he takes no shit.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That was the terrorist chant, Georgie takes no shit. And, and, and he didn't. And, and there is a bit of artistic license there because I think he predominantly played left back as well. Um, but I loved him as a player and I mm. had to put him. And he is synonymous with, with that shirt. You've hopefully got it on the screen, but the, the blue stripes down the side, I can't look at that shirt and see anyone but Georgie P in it. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um, I mean, another one of those classic, classically moulded players from somewhere else who, who just fit the West Ham mould, you know. Mm. worked his docks off, never see, died. Had a great, great touch on him. Good vision. Knew when to play the ball. Knew when the old wanted the ball. Didn't mind crunching into people as well. Um, and you know, in in today's age where we're all a little bit more woke, I believe the term is, you know, didn't put up with any anything from the stands either. Didn't no. didn't affect him at all. No. Um, I was, re- you know, it's part of this sort of journey for me to look up some of the players and do a bit of background. Uh, I came, I, I sort of remember this. Uh, I don't think I was at the game, but I sort of remember this as a, uh, when I was a bit younger, and. Uh, I saw it confirmed and um, it was, I think it was an evening game at Westside. I can't remember who the opposition was. Where he was being um, slaughtered, you know, based obviously on, on his colour yeah. uh, by the opposition fans. And, you know, back at the time, uh, it was the, the done thing uh, mm. when you, you know, as a fan base to do things like that, that people would throw bananas on the pitch, right? Mm.
1: Obviously,
0: that's, even, even back then, that's pretty abhorrent, to be fair. Mm. Uh, But nowadays, you know, you can imagine that that just would be totally untolerated. But um, as West Ham fans, we're from the East End of London. We are a big melting pot, to coin the phrase. we've, We've seen the influx of so many different colours, creeds, backgrounds. And I mean, growing up from the East End, my mates were, you know, Bangladeshi, Pakistani, Indian... Irish, black, Scottish—you didn't see colour. You didn't no. see really.
1: No, no, no. I get that.
0: If if they, you know, excuse my French, if they were ourselves, they were ourselves, right? But that's yeah. got nothing to do with with what section of society they come from, you yeah, know.
1: Sure.
0: Um, you take people on face value, and this guy, this guy, Georgie P. was a classic, out-and-out out West Ham player. Yeah. You know, you could build, you stick him in the team today, he would be phenomenal at right back, he, like marauding right back. That we seem to be somewhat missing at the moment. We've got yeah. we seem to have players that think they're wingers that don't really want to defend, yeah. um, or or try to but aren't as good. But George was just like a brick wall at times. He'd stand over the ball and no one would get through it. Mm. Uh, and getting back to that that story about sort of the uh, bananas on the pitch. Apparently he, he, he picked one up, peeled it, ate it, and went thanks very much
1: yeah. to
0: the crowd, which just incensed them. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah, 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 yeah. The West Ham fans. All gave him,
1: you uh, know, round of applause, yeah.
0: applause and his name, and that is that. As you know, I've always been proud of that fact as West Ham fans. We've we've, you know, we've never been like that. We've never been that mm. sort, of, sort of supporter base, you know, from the fact that you know with the John Charleses of the world and um, uh, oh, I can't remember
1: we played Cl- up front, Clive best. best. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. best, um, right through to you know the homegrown talent. Uh, Bobby Barnes and players like that when I was growing up we didn't see that are they a good footballer do they do what they're supposed to do in that position great hero status and that's what it is and for me he is one of my heroes just as a kid growing up I can't Mm. recall a time where I think he ever got tackled if I'm honest you know I've got (laughs) those those rose-tinted specs on or claret specs on I should say but you know absolute wall of a player yeah. And, uh, and he'd spread the ball as well. You know, he, he he didn't just sort of dive in and stay there. He'd run up the pitch and look for a pass as well. So fantastic!
1: Yeah. All right, I put Georgie P in great shout. Aikidokey, let's go centre backs. Then who is your first centre off?
0: Uh, again, little bit of, um, <laughs> of pushing the boundaries here, but yeah, the worries. eighty the eighty eighty three shirt, which is my. The one I mentioned earlier about getting in hospital, that is my favourite all-time
1: shirt.
0: Yeah. It's the, uh, the Adidas one that's like silk kind of looking. It's absolutely beautiful. And you can't put any other player in that than Billy Bonds. Yeah, sure. You know, and I realise, again, that's not necessarily the end of, of Billy's career, You know, but he did drop back to centre-back now and again as well mm. as playing midfield and right-back mm. and probably everywhere else on the pitch. He would have played everywhere else on the pitch if he'd have had his way, I think. But, uh, again, you know, if you if you wanted a, a mould for a West Ham player, you know, just churn out more Billy Bonds. Is,
1: yeah, you no, know, good
0: point. The fact that I think Noble's played for the club for, what, 11, 12 years now. He's coming up for a huge number of appearances. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He still, you know, what is he? Noble's 32 now, for something like, something like he's that. He's yeah, still yeah. being compared, like a boy, to, to, to Billy Bonds. Yeah, he's, no, you're right. Yeah. Um, Bill's you know the fittest, you know, you, you, you hear all the stories of training at the beginning of the season, even when he was manager, mm. he'd still be the first one back, you know, they do the run over Arnold Forrest and back again. He was still the fittest out of all the players at 41, 42 years of mental. age, you know. Yeah, um, you know, the term swashbuckling was invented for him. Yeah. you know. He looks like he should have had you know, a cutlass in his hand and a patch on his eye. You know? <laughs> and, just, know. He, and and again, he'd play anywhere in the pitch, he'd pick the ball up, he'd do the sensible thing, but you see some of the tackles he pulled up. And it wasn't like he was an aggressive animal. You know, he was really cultured. You watch it. My, my mate's dad, uh, Dougie, God rest his soul, uh, he used to do this thing when we'd go over to West Ham and a particular player would say, right, I'm going to do a whoever watched now, 10-minute watch of one particular player, just see him, his movement, even when he ain't got the ball, what's he doing? Where's he looking to run? What's he looking to do? Yeah, yeah. And, and I remember doing that with, with Billy, one of my earliest memories of kind of watching a player and noticing him doing something like that. And then for the rest of the time, I kind of, I would just, I watched him for about five, 10 minutes, even when he didn't have the ball. and was just like absolutely astounded. What, you know, Look at—he's tracking everywhere. And mm-hmm. I, I grew up. Right, a lot of people make this this big thing about Roy Keenan and, and Vieira. Oh, look, yeah. they're box to box midfielder. But every midfielder does that. Every midfielder should be able to tackle, run to the other box, and either lay it off or or, or make a shot. Right? No. That's what midfielders do. Well, why do I think like that? Because I grew up watching Billy Bonds. Mm. You know, they 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 weren't. You know, I suppose in the more modern game they were special because people got told you can't go any further than that, or once yeah, you got, you got the stopped ball, there, yeah, yeah. But Bill was Bill, he's gonna yeah. do what he was gonna do, and what generally what he did 90% of the time was the right thing to do. And you know, name as many stands as you like after him, but he is archetypally missed the West End. You know, yeah. I don't whoever yeah. comes and goes. Bill is, he's the benchmark.
1: Yeah, the benchmark. Yes, go over this having the benchmark, exactly. Yeah, totally agree. Bill's in. Who's who's, who's going to partner Bill in the centre-half positions? Well,
0: this is a shocking one, uh, but from the 98-99 season, uh, it's got to be Rio. Yeah. Um, Now, a little-known fact about Rio is that he's, and I'm reading this because I'm, I had to remember it, but his middle name is the equally exotic Gavin. Yes. I'll be, able to know that. <laughs> um, but yeah, he played, what a lot of people don't realise is obviously the big money move to Leeds, you know, world record at the time, 18 mil, I think it was. Um, it, by the time he left Leeds for Man United, and obviously doubled that figure again, He'd actually played twice, more, more than twice the amount of games for West Ham than he ever did for Leeds. Mm. You know, he played about 120 odd times for West Ham and only about 50 odd times for Leeds. Um, we established him as an England player, you know, and he was that, that continuation of the academy yeah. that we'd seen previously with, um, you know, with the likes of like Frank uh, uh, and Joe. You know, albeit sort of coming through sort of at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the genius of Rio was that he was a midfielder that dropped yeah. into the back. So when he was on the ball, he wasn't looking to lump it. He wasn't looking to clear his lines. It'd be right. Where are we going with this? You know. Mm. Um, and equal kudos to to Harry for for you know having the confidence and the uh, and the guts to to sort of play in that first scene, You know. Um he had some big shoes to step into, you know, played alongside I think Reba and Billich and stuff. Um but but what what an absolute sublime player. I mean Yeah, he was. What's the phrase Rolls Royce of a player, yeah. isn't it? Rolls
1: well,
0: <laughs> Royce yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean nothing nothing ever looked he's always got his head up, always looking around. Um you know, i think I think he's been mentioned before, if we'd have kept sort of that cadre of players together. Mm. We could have we could have definitely won things, you know, whether it be a cup, whether it be a challenge on the league title. I think life would have be been a lot different, you know, so sliding doors moment. It
1: is, it uh, is.
0: I think as West Ham fans, we've had probably far too many over the years. It's very
1: used to that, yeah, to be honest. We're very well, used to
0: that. watching George Mann's video that you done with him last night and um he, he refers to a few of those as well. It's like if only we'd done this instead of that, what what would we have been, you know?
1: And so it's a wonderful um, thing, isn't it?
0: But yeah, I mean, London boy as well.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, he's, he, he knows what sort of grassroots is like. He knows what the value of a pound is as well. And even now, following, following him as a, an ex-professional, uh, obviously he's had some fantastic news lately. I think he's, yeah. he's expecting another child after yeah. a real hard time with, you know, he's, uh, he's becoming a widow and, widow and stuff. But... You know, he he just carries himself as You're just right, such he does. A, a great guy. Um mm. and again that shirt, I'll just look at that shirt and it's it, I've got to put Rio in there. You know, Yeah. now I get yeah, totally. Up, right, now
1: I get it. Right in. So get it, totally. Right, i will put Rio in. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Let's go into midfield then, Phil. Let's go left midfield. Who do you have left midfield?
0: Okay, uh 83, 85 Um, look at that shirt. Who else is it gonna be? It's gotta be Alan Devonshire. Yeah, here we dev. Um, my eye growing up when I used to kick a ball about, um, I was always Devonshire in my head, and you know you'd shout out, "Oh, Devonshire's through," you know, and stuff. It was always Devonshire. Yeah, Devonshire yeah. You know. I probably saw him a bit later on in his career after he sort of come back from from that injury, that yeah. bad injury. Um, but he just adapted his game. You know, mm. he, he wasn't the whippet anymore. He so he, he decided to float around people instead. Yeah changed it uh, um, and I think Frank, uh, Frankie Mack and, and TC said it you know he'd say to them right give me the ball I'll draw the three players they'll knock it right yeah, the yeah, corner yeah. uh, and we'll go and they were, like, <laughs> we're <you> talking about <laughs> you know you big get kit. you know you've got the moustache yeah. but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, he would absolutely do that and he was one of those first players where for me and this is important for me, as you'll see as I go through my midfield. Actually, He would get bums off seats. Mm. People, and obviously we didn't have seats. Well, we did, depending on where you sat. I know, you mean, yeah. When Devonshire got the ball, everyone was right. Yes. Here we go. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: something's going to happen, you know. And you were kind of disappointed when he got it and just flicked it off for a little short pass. I'll oh, give it back to him. Let him go
1: again. Let him go again.
0: Just an absolute magician with the ball. Um, yeah. Yeah, to for me, especially sort of that, that mid 80s period or early 80s period, watching football, and there was that pomo kind of approach where you were knocking it long, mm. uh, bashing into players, you know, trying to win as many headers as possible. That's when West Ham were kind of synonymous with keeping the ball on the floor. Yeah, uh, a no, lot yeah. of people didn't, didn't do that. And, and I think that's where, you know, we got a lot of our. A lot of people's second teams were West Ham at the time. Because of that, we, we mm. tried to play the ball, and that was obviously Lyle's influence under sort of his predecessor, sort of Greenwood. Um, but you know, for me, John just said to the team, "Go out there and just play football." You know, mm. <laughs> so you're not going to be able to compete with them every single time, smashing them off the ball. You know, they train for that week in week out. What they're not expecting is people running in behind them. Diagonal balls, balls to feed. Mm,
1: good point. Yeah, running. yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Devonshire was the first player I can remember to run at players with the yeah. ball, and you see them go. What do we do here? You know. But uh, absolute fantastic man. You know, I live quite close to one of the teams he used to manage now, Braintree as well, and I know a lot of Braintree Town supporters, and they speak equally as highly of him of course, as well. You yeah, know, so,
1: yeah. but I'm a
0: West Ham fans of old, and they're like, he's always got time to talk to him.
1: Yeah,
0: what a lovely guy
1: you know yeah definitely we'll put Dev in good shout right let's go let's go the other side let's go right midfield then Phil who's right midfield for you
0: so getting back to that that halcyon era with um with Rednat, 97-98 shirt yeah it's got to be Ricky Trevor Tricky Trevor yeah <laughs> I, I mean it was it was a bit of a coup when we signed him it was yeah, um, yeah. it was at QPR and lots of other sort of there, i say it, bigger teams. I think as a West Ham fan, we understand what that means. We're looking at him, but no one wanted to dip their toes. And I think he was a little bit reluctant because he was a bit of a big fish
1: in a smaller mm. pond. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I kind of think
0: he, um, not based on ev- any evidence, but I kind of think he liked that. Uh, and he, you know, QPR, they had a good bunch there that stayed around a long time. And he was part mm. of that you know, with, with uh, Rufus Brevett and the rest. So he had a lot of mates there. So for us to actually get him, I remember when we signed him, I was really really excited mm. you know he, he's another of those attacking minded midfielders yep. he only thinks to go forward um, and you'll remember the sort of the famous FA Cup QPR bicycle kick goal from from far out um, when they people said oh he's signed for West Ham that's immediately flashed it in my head I was mm. like a player are we going to get here you know and um, within a few games you just absolutely saw this this is fantastic. Mm. He'd get the ball, he'd get his head down, he'd run at players. and players would back off, not know what to do. Oh, we'll force him wide, we'll force him wide. I remember him running into the corner, two men around him. He'd done the 180 spin, run out in between them with a the ball. And it's I mean, I know it's little nuggets like that. That's my personal history. You probably yep. won't find it on YouTube. No, bit.
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh,
0: Or flicking the ball up and over people's heads. He could smack a ball as well. He knew where the goal was. He scored yeah, right. some spectacular goals for us. I think the, the Cholton one, uh, in particular when we beat Cholton, I think it was 5-0 uh, with a volley. That, I mean, absolute amazing player. And, you know, he, he, he only has to be in there for no other reason than the ball for that Decanio goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You
0: know exactly. just, even if Decanio had spooned it, look at that ball. Yeah, That incredible. is a uh, 40-yard crossfield ball to Di Canio's on it yeah yeah
1: it's time right. to get in
0: yeah fantastic and yeah, um, he's a great just, a, just for me a West Ham midfield has to be exciting like that bums off seat that what's, mm, what's this mm. guy going to do you know um, we we like to see them embarrassing the opposition with a few tricks we yeah. like to see him scoring goals and getting forward um, and he's got a massively big personality as well you've seen him on match of the day and being interviewed and stuff and he's still a largest life character he still knows that he was incredibly lucky and I think if he'd if he'd, if he'd been around today you know he would he'd, he'd be you couldn't buy him no you
1: know, I, I know I, what you mean yeah I know what you mean yeah yeah, yeah. he's
0: a, in that sort of sterling mould you know be yes perfect. yes good yeah, shout Man City is his, is his team as well I believe right? yeah he'd be in the Man City team right
1: yeah good you shout know?
0: He, just a phenomenal player that m- that made you really excited to go. You wanted to go and watch a West Ham game with yeah. players like. That, you know? You're
1: totally right. And it was that that period where you were just excited about going to see football, which was yeah. a rarity for a West Ham fan. What you mean, right? what
0: you mean there is it was a joy to go and watch a game. Yeah, no,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: When yeah. we turn up, so yeah.
1: yeah, I know what you mean. Right, I'll put tricky Trev in. Let's go centre mid to them. Phil, who's your first centre mid?
0: It's got to be from the oh one oh three season shirt. Uh
1: Joe Cole. Jerry Cole. Uh
0: yeah, I mean I'm it's a bit embarrassing. Obviously I'm I'm older than it, but I'm a massive fanboy of Joe Cole.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean.
0: Um, yeah, you know, it, it, it it's it's weird, but I I I was there when he signed his forms, you know, other people will tell you this. I was at a game where he he was brought out and signed his forms on a little yeah. table and you know, and uh Jeremy Nicholas on the announcer saying, you know, you can tell your kids you were here when Joe yeah, Cole West Ham uh, I was there when he scored his first goal uh, I was there for the, the, the friendly when he scored his, his last goal for us um, before obviously going to uh, to Chelsea um, but he's just uh, an incredible talent you, you don't see players like that in the modern No day. you
1: don't you don't
0: not unless you're, you're, you're brought up on Spanish football maybe mm. I don't know or, or Brazilian football but He should never in the the classic English mould of the league system and the coaching system, he should never have made it through. You know, Mm. he was he he was an oddity. You know what he could do with a ball, but because he could never be pushed off a ball, you know, he was he wasn't a great big giant. He was not all. But you could never get him off the ball, whether it was with a trick. But also, he was quite a sturdy little sod. You know. Yeah. Uh, even coming through as a 16-year-old when he played, you very rarely saw him get bounced off the ball. Most no, you're right, right.
1: Yeah, you're totally right.
0: I remember away at uh, Wimbledon. Um, and at Wimbledon, when he was away, you sat along the side, the longest stand, you know? Yep. Maybe it's because books took so many. I don't know. <laughs> but I remember he was running towards us with the ball. And I think, I can't remember, if it, I think it was Ben Thatcher came sliding in to to wipe him out. And he literally done that 180 where you step on top of the ball and yeah, take it yeah, yeah, yeah. Thatcher just went whoosh, and he turned around and ran off the other way. Yeah. And he got a biggest cheer. Everyone went nuts. And that is like, oh that is that's what you want to see. That's what yeah. you want to see from. And he I mean, he loved Harry. he loved the club. I know growing up he was a he was a Chelsea fan, but he really got West Ham. Um yeah. you know, I think it, it got into his fibre, as we said earlier. Um, he loved the opportunity. I think you love the encouragement from from Tony Khan from from, from Red Map, just to go out and express yourself. Mm,
1: yeah, exactly. Like
0: you've got and this for me. I, I know this is going to get a, maybe a little bit of, of, of criticism or controversy, but he went to Chelsea and Mourinho coached that out of him. Yeah, turned, yep. he turned mm-hmm. him into a a better footballer, mm. but he didn't turn him into a better artisan. You know,
1: nope. Um, yeah, I
0: totally so agree. You know the the you, you can mention sort of the likes at Gaza further back, um, but for me, Joe, what Joe couldn't do with a ball, you couldn't. You, you know, you couldn't write it on a totally. on a graphic. No, you know. Yeah, uh, and I'm gushing. I'm gushing because I am such <laughs> a fanboy. When he came back, I know when he came back, I know it wouldn't be the same, but it's like meeting an old girlfriend and you're like oh you're still you're still gorgeous love we still, I still yeah yeah I
1: know yeah. I know what you mean yeah yeah
0: it, it, I was so happy when he re-signed for us and, and scoring that first goal and just it, it, you knew he could feel it he could feel it inside mm. Mm. Um and it was just I know he played more regularly with Liverpool uh, sorry with England when Mourinho sort of got him to be more disciplined I think he called it
1: yeah
0: yeah but but you know, I don't think that's how Joe wanted to play.
1: No, no, not uh, at all.
0: I think he was convinced that that's what growing up meant. You know, as a player, this is—you've got responsibilities. Mm. But I remember the last season where he was with us. You know, before before we went down, um, he captained us
1: against.
0: Yeah, he did. Uh, he captained us, specifically against Arsenal, and Vieira was his opposition that day. And I remember him flying in into tackles. He even. I out-muscled him for an header in the middle of the park. You know, he, he absolutely got it. He didn't, it wasn't all fancy tricks and flares and flicks and stuff. He knew how to, to play the game. So it kind of, you know, I, I realized players have to move on. You know, he, he's, that is as much as the West Ham way as anything else, mm. unfortunately. But I just wish Mourinho hadn't done to him, done nah. that to him. I, wish I know what him. you mean. I know what you mean, Jody. Totally. Be, be that number 10, do whatever you want. Yeah. He didn't oh, even yeah. have, he didn't have the hardest shot on him. A lot of his goals were sort of what I would call, you know, daisy cutters. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: but, again, like, like Devonshire, he'd drag two or three players with him and then leave them standing. They'd be gone, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm a massive romantic for Joe Cole. I'm sorry. <laughs> and really he's right. just, fit, you know, he handily fits into that shirt as well.
1: So. Oh, definitely. Well, I'll put Joe in. Uh, who's Joe going to pile in that midfield then, Phil? This was...
0: Tough um the whole midfield was tough, actually. I have made a note by saying've got it here," <laughs> that I think the uh, actually is this bit of paper um the midfield was the hardest to finalize yeah, um, yeah. now, Chris told me a uh, um, a little device to use that is your uh, um honorable mention role of so I can mention other players, yeah uh, so. You know, on on the on the left, you'd have either Matty Holmes, Stuart Slater, or or Ben Benayoun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the right, Sir Trevor, obviously Kevin Keane, yeah, uh, uh, In the middle, um, you know, Martin Allen and and, and Nolan. Um, Nolan was probably one of the best captains since the In fact, yeah, yeah. I don't care. I know he gets a lot of stick, I, and I don't do not know why from West Ham fans. Absolute fantastic captain. He was, yeah. Um, scored goals as well um, and genuinely loved his time at the club and I'm grateful that he is back at the club now mm, me too um, I, you know so he needs a mention okay. um, Bishop as well again one of those players that just put his foot on the ball look up spray it 40 yards um, and such a playmaker I've got to mention Michael Carrick as well yeah yeah um, and the the biggest compliment I can pay to Carrick is when he went to Spurs, uh, Spurs supporting, I I won't say friend, I'll say colleague, (laughs) (laughs) said to me, I don't know why we signed him. don't know, what what, does he bring to a team? I can't Mm -hmm. work out what he brings to us. And I said to him there and then, you wait. You'll play about 10, 15 games with him. Then he'll be out either suspension or an injury for a couple of players. And you'll go, we're missing something. The tick's not ticking. You know, something's not right. And give me, Stu, later on that season, he come back to me he said, I remember you saying that to me. He said, and you're bang on. Like He's yeah, out at yeah, the yeah. moment. And we can't put our finger on why we are not clicking. And he's, he's carrying. He would receive the ball. How many other players got the ball and was automatically in five yards of, of space? No,
1: exactly. Amazing he, space, yeah.
0: yeah. I, still, I, I watch games now. I, watch, but I still can't work out how when he gets the ball, there's no one around him. Every yeah. single one. He's just such a, you know, this is, I remember him coming through as a 17-year-old. It's like, if he knows that at 17, what's he going to be like at 27 or, yeah. or 30 years?
1: Of Good point.
0: Um, well, we know now, because we've, yes. <laughs> we've seen him have <laughs> Man United. And again, <laughs> I've, you know, my, my my missus is Irish, so all, naturally, all of her family are Man United supporters. Yeah, of course. Um, well they're either that or, or Liverpool right but they're all they're all Man United fans and they said to me yeah oh, what's he like I, I don't really rate him you know don't see what he does I said I said the same thing again you watch Yeah. and given their tune, they were like brilliant what a player uh, why does he where does he get all that time from I don't know I still don't know no, I reckon no. he's got some kind of like time displacement device yeah, so yeah like George's
1: sure. magic wash. watch
0: you know <laughs> <that>? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. who knows but yeah he's uh, just a fantastic player but
1: he's not He's not in it. So He's who is? That's the question.
0: But the ultimate modern bums-off seat player from the 15-16
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Dimitri Payet. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be Payet. Yeah, yeah. No one else no one else in in more modern times has given me that level of excitement watching mm. the West Ham game. Yeah, he, he wasn't that very fast. If you watch him not, he wasn't not at, all. not at all. But he would not He'd get himself in and out of trouble. A flick yeah. round the player, brag right back here or there, um, and you know, other than you know the 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 De Canio taxi for Bartes moment at Old Trafford, you know, I was there for that. But I was there for that free kick against the higher as well, mm. and you know, even we were right behind the goal, and we could see how far out he was. He's, he's too far out. He's not going to have a go there. I think he's going to dink it over the wall. Someone's going to run off the wall behind it. You watch. Yeah, 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 You know, he's hot. Yeah. You know, like the fact that he bounced off the inside of the post, and you know, any further over, and the keeper would have got to it. Um, and you know, again, Chris Skull said the other day on 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 his interview, the only player from from our colours ever to be nominated for a Ballon d'Or. Exactly. Do you know and when he said it, I remembered that. Yeah, yeah, Obviously, yeah. Obviously, yeah. 17 out of 20 or, or something. You know, but yeah, it's yeah. like, how many other players? Yeah, no, exactly.
1: <laughs> totally. Yeah, totally. <laughs> We've been yeah. Never.
0: You know, we got, him, we got him under the same conditions he left, shall we say. Yeah. It was, we knew what we were getting. You know, we can't be surprised at the way things went down when he left. But for the purposes of this team, I prefer not to...
1: to no, we don't no, we don't worry about that.
0: You know, the 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 performances he gave, the fact that when we got a free kick, we thought we might have a chance to score. Yeah,
1: when did that ever happen before? I <laughs> <do you>
0: mean, <laughs> not that's not a very regular occurrence. No, not
1: at all. No, he was um, brilliant. I loved him,
0: and just I mean, it's that bums off seats. You know, it's uh <laughs> what was it? A rude hood, it said, you know, sexy player, sexy football, whatever. That, you, know, you don't get any sex here. no
1: you know. don't he was amazing he was and an amazing so, player
0: again you know whether we're that shop window I don't know but you know he was on the fringes of the French team before that and then we had the the Euros yeah at the and end he of that started season, yeah. started and yeah. first game he played for him scores a welding
1: yeah you know? of course and he was our player wasn't he as well
0: one of, one of the players of the tournament and, and you yeah. know like you say, he, he's he's our player. He's our mm. player. It, then you talk to the the supporters of other teams, and they're like, yeah, "You've got a player
1: there." Yeah, exactly. But, was, they, were <laughs> they were the, jealous. They were jealous.
0: Who's he going to sell him to in the summer? Who's he going to go to in the summer?
1: Yeah, that's I mean, a big... you, you, yeah, I mean that was always the thing. But he was jealous. Yeah, people were jealous of him, which was nice. Um, but um, yeah, box
0: office. I've, I genuinely, yeah, box office. That's a brilliant phrase. Um, I genuinely feel honoured as a West Ham fan to have been able to see him in my yep, colours no, I agree you know uh, it's, it's almost like they'll never take that away from me you know <laughs> whether people want to put up as many snake emojis as they like I don't care yeah. when he was here when he was playing for us I don't know you know very very motivated by, by the Greenbacks sort of thing but what a player what, what a, player. a player
1: yeah yeah no, he was a great player. All right, we'll put Dimi in. Dimi's in. Let's go up front then, Phil. He's your first striker. Uh,
0: well, I've mentioned him already. It's got to be that like 99 to 2000 season, Paolo DiCaneo. Yeah. There That's is no one
1: else like Paolo. No, there isn't. No.
0: Frustrating, flamboyant.
1: Yeah.
0: Amazing, Tick. charismatic. Tick. <laughs> yeah, every superlative you can think of Yeah, would. You know, and some of them, in contrast to one another, big fat kicks with him. You know, it's just the, the, some of the moments you, you you get from from his boots just left you breathless. You know,
1: yeah, we, breathless. Good, good shout. Yeah,
0: I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dwell on that goal because everyone knows that goal against Liverpool. Mm. The fact that when the replay comes on and they show it, there's me and my brother doing this in the background. You know, I love that bit <laughs> too. Um, but just, I mean, we, how did we get in? You know, it's only the fact, it was again, another classic West Ham. Yeah. player screws up, gets banned for 12 games or 12 weeks or whatever it him? was. And Redknapp's like, yeah, I've got, come on Terry, give us one and a half. We'll, we'll get him in. It's, yeah. He'll do good for us. Um, but I always remember going away to Sheffield Wednesday, him and Carboni up top. And when yeah. he, you know, when he got the ball, you were like, "What's he going to do with it? If he doesn't know what he's doing with it, we ain't got a clue." <laughs> and people be backpedalling. I remember breaker tripping up on himself and things, and you think, "What are we going to do?" You know. And then to get him, um, and then just watch him play. It, it's a, it, it's another sort of pie. Eh? You've got to put up with that craziness to get that that beauty yeah
1: yeah
0: and you know sometimes getting the ball off of him was frustrating you'd be square square. look look they're open that wasn't Paolo no Paolo had to pull it back two or three or four or five times don't worry about the runner He can go back and run again you know don't worry about that Um, but he just mate he was mesmerising yeah absolutely mesmerising and he was ours he got it you know you, you talk to him now; he's got a West Ham tattoo for crying out loud.
1: Exactly. You know,
0: he comes back with and uh, new hear stories about people on holiday and bumping into him, or when they met him in, in London. I think I, I believe he's still got a place in London. Um And he's he's oh, you know, he'll talk. You know, wants to talk about West Ham. There's nothing but want to talk about West Ham. And like, let's for, let's not forget, he, he's played for the, some big teams. You know, some big Italian teams, <laughs> yeah. Celtic know, yeah, but his Arts West that, uh, Because he got it. Uh, yeah, the, and they
1: got him. The f- it, was, it was a mutual thing, wasn't it? Both got that, each that, other.
0: That, you know, the, the, the Don Emobili. I don't know, my, yeah, my, yeah, my Italian not, is not very good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I can still hear that ringing through my ears. That goal, like I say, but for me, yes, that goal against Wimbledon. But the goal against Barca is away at Man, Man United in a cup. Uh, and that, that heroic hanging on, another sort of digging, you know.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. But for any other player, keep out, yeah, everyone else has stopped running.
1: Yeah.
0: They would have been... Oh, well on, Not Paolo. And the outside, of he's right, around around the wrong side of bartes as well. <laughs> Who else is going to do that?
1: You it's big, only Paolo. Only Paolo, innit? And that's yeah. Paolo Di Canio, innit? Uh, it was oh, unpredictable, mate. but we loved him, didn't we? And he loved us, and it was... He was a great player. But
0: again, it's, it's that it's that connection with the fans. And
1: yeah, totally.
0: It's that hero worship, you know. When when we take a player into our heart, you've got to really really screw up to lose our love, you know. Yeah. yeah and yeah. the fact the fact that you know a lot of the teams that you're seeing from from your interview, still include him, the reverence spoken about him, and the way he played and his passion for the game. And, you know, yeah, he wore his art on his shirt, you know, the 5-4 arm coming off sub-meary, sub-meary. Yeah, and and but, you, you know, he's, he's like that schoolboy that we all were playing playing the game, you know. He's got that passion. He just wants to kick every ball, score yeah. every goal, take every free kick, take every corner. He wanted to do everything, you know. And um, thankfully, he, he was able to do most of it anyway.
1: He was, yeah. But, I, know exactly, I know exactly what you mean. What a player. Absolutely. Yeah. Player. And who's this? And who's the last piece of this pit pie, well, pit puzzle? Before I, to,
0: before I get to that, I've got to do honorable mentions. Sorry, <laughs> mate. Uh, and that is, uh, there's some surprise ones in there. hearts Hartson, obviously. The um, Foe. Don't speak yep. drink out of that. Um, <laughs> again, didn't leave in the best of circumstances. No. But, you know, just a natural goal scorer. Mm. You know, could kick, could could hit hit the goal from from anywhere, and for you know I'm I'm as as many of your your uh, watchers will know I'm not the tallest of blokes, and he he was a small footballer as well. You should yeah, never imagine, yeah. but it's just his sheer talent that got him to where he was. You know, yeah. um, again, not happy with the way he left and all the rest of it, but. You know when he played for us, you know top scorer for a season. You know, mm. uh, in all well in all competitions, and just a fantastic, electrifying little. W- he was he was a really good,
1: time. really good striker for us. Yeah, uh,
0: number one, Bellamy. Yeah, um, great. You know, again, a, a good out-and-out scorer. Something that mm. at the time Western probably hadn't had for a, a wee while. Yes, fair enough. There uh, I say it. Um, and just as soon as he got the ball. He was going towards goal. There was no laying it off and doing a cheeky run. He got the ball, I'm off. See you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's you go. And he'd run round, you know. Um and Sherringham. I know he wasn't there very long. Um, but that season for us coming back up, he was instrumental. Yeah. And the foot the footballing, I know people talk about footballing brains, but the footballing brain on him. Mm. And men, you know, yeah. he wasn't he wasn't your striker that'd be running late into the box. He'd be yeah. sitting back going. I'll either pull this one myself or I'll, I'll play it in behind. Me. It in, yeah. You can see the pedigree. You can see where he came from. Yeah. And I think we were lucky to have him. If we were. I'm honest. We, definitely. I don't think we would have come up that season without sharing and pulling pulling the strings up top. There. Nah, so definitely. Again, honorable mentions. But <laughs> the spot has to go to the 85 87 shirt of Tony Cotton. TC. Uh, and again, you see that shirt, you can't see anyone.
1: No, I know, you mean, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to be TC.
0: And again, like I say, I'm I'm a short Harris. He's a, he's not the the biggest of guys. Yeah. So for me, again, kicking the ball about at that that sort of age, um, he was you know my little idol because I I just you know I I associate myself with him. I'm small. I tend to play up front, um, and I just I just wanted to learn everything uh, from him. Um, but yeah, and out and out. Uh, just the goal scorer. And it, it was that first time I'd ever seen just that natural goal scorer yeah, yeah. In, in West Ham colours. You know, like, you mean, yeah, I know I mean, yeah. Just players that would be bearing down on goal. As soon as they got the ball, mm. that was their one thought. It was it was not about linking play. Uh, I think Frank Nacovelli takes a mickey out of him telling, you know, he, he had to educate him over a season to maybe yeah, do yeah. wider runs rather than just yeah, stand up yeah, front. yeah, yeah. Him. Uh, but they didn't do too badly out of it did they, they, they did it
1: right didn't they as a pairing they did alright. right um, so yeah it was tough
0: not to put Frank in there as well for monies but but TC was the one that I sort of associated with you know he was he was the uh, if if Frank and, and TC were sort of oasis and blur he was he was the the, yeah, the no blur I get, yeah, yeah. The blur oasis you know? yeah 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 no he was great he,
1: player
0: It was a fantastic player and just again one of those players that just gives me a lot of, you know, West Ham memories, you know, Mm. and and that's the foundation. It's almost like my foundation of of supporting West Ham were those years, you know, that Mm. that sort of uh, early 80s to sort of 86. Yeah.
1: You
0: you know, we didn't necessarily perform very well in the early 80s, if I'm honest, Um, but we always looked like we played entertaining football. We played nice, Mm. stylish football. And that's something that I'm really proud of as a West Ham fan. And I get that's why they had the backlash with Big Sam, you know. Um, but he was there to do a job. Needs must, it.
1: yeah, yeah. Needs must, man, doesn't it? Needs must.
0: But yeah, I mean, um, from a from a reminiscent point of view, TC uh, absolutely brilliant. You know, we yeah. we I bumped into him sort of several times. I went to a book signing for him and stuff, and he's just a nice. Top yeah, he's guy. A, he is a Big fan for really a really nice guy. Yeah, I mean, he, he is what. Like I say, as 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 a kid, it's like, oh, he's come through the academy. Oh, he lives sort of local. He's a West Ham fan. You know, a couple of years earlier, he was kicking a ball about in a park wearing a, a West Ham top, imagining playing in the team. Exactly. And then, what is it? Three years later, he's a mental first
1: Mental story. You
0: Who know, has a baby? You know, absolutely fantastic. That's um, why we can.
1: That's why you can but, relate to him as well because you, you he's in that position that every West Ham fan would love to be in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, again, another player that done two stints with the club, uh, again, wasn't particularly enamoured with the way he left in the no. first place. But, uh, you know, he had to do what he had to do for himself. And I get that as an older, you know, guy, as someone with a family, I can relate yeah, to that now. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: And let's be honest, you know, the, there wasn't much reinvestment from the club at the time. Um, and potentially he was going to a club that was going to be challenging for honours so you know good luck good luck to him yeah. um, he saw the error of his ways and came back to us though yeah so, he did yeah, he, can't, he can't knock him for that but yeah, yeah I always remember him one on ones you know it it was almost like his speciality you know when he was one on one with a keeper it was going to be a goal you could almost turn around and, and sort of go well I'll go for my pie because I know yeah, that yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah. be scoring so, yeah, yeah. no, that so that, yeah that, that was great um and you know, just another reason to 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 be a West Ham fan. You know, yeah, he was totally. one of ours, and at the time, much sought after and stuff. So yeah, no, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. There's uh, so much more I wanted to talk about yeah.
1: as well. And that's the thing that's the thing you're going for hours, can't we? With these things,
0: I could. You're so you're so easy to chat to as well. So thanks. I'll,
1: I'll yeah, thanks. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish my wife would say it sometimes. Don't I? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> toll, toll, well, talk about West Ham yeah, yeah. E, Phil man honestly it's been lovely chatting to you I've, I've really really enjoyed it I can see how much effort you've got into it not, on a, not just on the PowerPoint perspective but obviously there's been a, some agonising decisions there really thanks yeah. really appreciate you taking time and obviously everyone watching will appreciate that as well because they do they love it when people put a lot of effort into these things so well, thanks I hope, man I
0: hope someone's found the connection there you know oh, it's easy to pick something out so yeah I mean win or lose we're on the booze, We're still the there, exactly.
1: yeah. <laughs> and obviously, thank you to everyone for watching as well. You know, what's do like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, and until next time, for me and Phil, take care, everybody. We'll see you soon. Stay safe. See everyone. Bye bye. Sports social podcast network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom?